Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Today we ask, what are some of the other general ethical rules? We've looked at the golden rule, the platinum rule, and the silver rule. So how many other ethical precious metal rules can there possibly be? Lucky for us, the human capacity for clever principles knows no bounds. So there are quite a few. Have you ever heard of the brazen, the leaden, or the iron rule? The brazen rule is to do unto others as they do unto you. The leaden rule says, do unto others as others have done unto you, which is nearly the same thing. And the iron rule says, do unto others before they do unto you. Sometimes the leaden and iron rules are swapped with one another, so whichever label you'd like to associate with the rule is probably fine, as they're not very popular or frequently used. What is worthy of further note is that for the rule of doing unto others before they do unto you, this phrasing suggests a mindset of preemptive action. If one would live by this rule, where one believes that they should act towards others in a negative or harmful manner before others have a chance to do the same to them, it embodies a self-centered and defensive perspective, possibly even aggressive. It emphasizes the need to prioritize one's own interest and protect oneself from potential harm or betrayal. The phrase stands in contrast to the commonly known principle and ethic of reciprocity, the golden rule. Again, to believe that one should do unto others before they do unto you reflects a defensive instinct. It promotes a confrontational approach to interpersonal relations, and it will likely contribute to a cycle of mistrust, conflict, and retaliation. As for the do unto others as they do unto you, well, this is the tit-for-tat strategy. The tit-for-tat strategy is a highly effective strategy to employ in turn-based direct competition. Used within the realm of game theory, tit-for-tat is equivalent to retaliation, or an eye for an eye. The strategy is simple. Start with cooperation, and then in subsequent turns, mirror the other person's actions. If the opponent cooperates, you cooperate this round. If they are not cooperative, you are not cooperative. Dissected further, the tit-for-tat strategy has four key characteristics. One is cooperation, of course. Someone employing the strategy is always starting off with cooperation. They are never the first to defect, if we could call it that. Two is retaliation. Only if the other person or party is not cooperative will the person employing the tit-for-tat retaliate or be aggressive, never sooner. Three, forgiveness. After retaliation, the person using tit-for-tat will return to cooperation once the other person or party cooperates. This means that if person A is nice and person B is mean, person A will be mean back. And if person B is then nice, person A is nice too. And four, clarity. It is a simple strategy one of the easiest to employ and be understood by opponents. The tit-for-tat strategy, being simple, 
and focused on cooperation and self-protection does not always win games, though it will statistically most often win over other strategies in turn-based direct competition. And what about more complex games, like the games we play in real life, where people do not take turns and where there is both direct and indirect competition? Well, in environments where miscommunication is common, or where there are more than two players, the tit-for-tat strategy can be beaten. So now moving on to another rule. We have the Ruby rule, first introduced by Arthur F. Coombs, which says that we should treat other people to exceed their expectations. The title to Coombs' book is The Ruby Rule, How More Listening and Less Labeling Brings More Healing and Less Hating. Coombs suggests that when employing the Ruby Rule, we are doing for others what they need, even when they didn't expect it or realize they needed it. Coombs takes the golden and platinum rule and says, they're great, but we also need to embrace productive arguments and minimize instant certainty. Like believing the world is right and wrong, black and white. Stated simply, the Ruby rule encourages non-judgmental conversations and exchanges, even when disagreement is present. Sounds like a good rule to me. And in recent years, other people have been advocating for what is called the diamond rule. The diamond rule has not found its footing yet, and by this I mean to say that if you search the diamond rule online, there are lots of variations of what it could be. The writer behind Affluent Savvy says the diamond rule is treat others the way they don't even know they want to be treated. This sounds similar to the Ruby rule. A doctor on psychology today calls the diamond rule, do unto others as someone special did unto you. This sounds like the golden rule and the ruby rule had a nice baby. Another doctor, more religious in affiliation, says that the diamond rule is, treat others the way you want God to treat you. Quite a divine form of the golden rule. There is a businessman who says the diamond rule is, Treat others as they wish you treat them, a poetic variation of the platinum rule. Another businessman says, the diamond rule is, imagine being them before doing on to them. This one is a nice change in perspective. It gives a moment of pause and forces you to step into the other person's shoes, which is valuable in nearly all circumstances though this too is a poetic version of the golden rule. There's a consultant who says that the diamond rule is business-focused and states it as, treat every team member like your best friend. I like this one. It's a great variation of the golden rule mixed with the platinum rule, because not everyone wants to be treated as your best friend likes to be treated, though it supports the notion of treating people the way they want to be treated because you likely treat your best friend in a unique way, a way that you have found they like to be treated. And there's a clinical counselor who says that the diamond rule is discern what people will want and need before they realize it, then offer it at the right time. I saved this one for last for a reason. There's a chance that someone who is listening who is less than optimistic 
would take this variation of the rule and say, it sounds like this rule is for people who want to take advantage of others in a moment of need. Being a realist myself, I take this variation of the rule to mean, anticipate and prepare for the future you believe will come, and be as helpful to those around you when those moments arrive. It's safe to say that regardless of the rule names or what they state, there are a lot of people who are seeking to define, categorize, and create distinctions for ethical principles. It is as if humanity is collectively seeking to identify frameworks for engagement with others, where we can all be helpful, supportive, and cared for in turn. Now, if you were to arrange a new ethical principle, a new precious rule for you and others to follow, what would you name it? What would your focus be? Thank you for listening to another episode. If you're enjoying the show, open up the app you're listening to this on and hit the like or subscribe button and give a five-star rating. At least twice a week, you'll find a new episode asking you a new question so you can strengthen your emotional independence, improve your communication skills, and upgrade your personal philosophy. So if there's a question you'd like me to dive into next, send it to any of these social media accounts connected in the show notes here. This is all about how you level up.